1: Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. Hi, everybody
2: doing today? This is James Loving. I'm hosting Loving That Sports Talk, and it's a great day out here in Phoenix today. Um, we got a lot to talk about today, you know. Um, There's a lot, you know, and uh, when you always get something that's a flash. you always want to hit that first, you know. So uh, we definitely have to talk about uh, Randy Moss, you know. um, I am a big Randy Moss fan, very big fan of his. And uh, the thing about it is uh, Randy uh, a few months ago was unhappy about being with um, New England, you know. And um, he had told them, you know, either, you know, you give me another contract, or you trade me you know because um I feel that I'm not wanted here and the thing about that is you know I agree with Randy because you know um all that he has done for New England you know in the past years you know if that kind of makes him think that you know you don't you're not wanted there you know and um the thing about that is is um either they should have came with him said you know what Randy um, at the end of the season or in the middle of the season, we'll sit down with you and talk contract. But when they didn't do that, you know, Randy took it upon himself, you know, go to the media because the media is the worst thing. Either the media can help you or they can hurt you. So what Randy did was he went to the media and said, you know, hey, I don't feel, you know, New England want me here. You know, I want to be here. But, you know, it's a business. And like you say, he has to feed his family. And the thing about that is, um, like I was saying with Randy was, um, you know, they're not going to pay you. Somebody else will. So, and that's when we come to where they was coming around. And, um, he got traded to Minnesota, you know. Um, and I think that's kind of happy for Brett Farr, which I'm not a Brett Farr fan, you know. <laughs> but, um, he got traded to Minnesota. And the thing about that is, it's going to help out Brett a lot because, um, Minnesota's going through a thing with, um, a couple of receivers up, banged up, one of them hurt. Um, Sydney Rice is out for at least six weeks. So that's like six games he's out for. And, you know, um, it, it kind of put Minnesota in a better position than they were before. You know, because I think Brett was complaining that, you know, um, if he knew his main two receivers were going to be hurt and not be out, he wouldn't have came back. So now they got Randy Moss coming in there, and that's, that's really going to help the offense out. You know, they already got a great running back in Adrian Peterson. So, you know, that's going to really, really help Brett out, you know, with Randy coming in. You know, he can stretch out the defense, you know, um, run the deep routes. And, you know, Randy Randy Moss still got some good years left of him. I think he got at least three three or four years left of him as a starter. Um, He's way better than T.O. right now, and T.O. is a starter. So, you know, so um, it's really going to work out for Minnesota. And I'm kind of... i'm kind of happy for randy and then again i'm kind of not happy because why would you go to minnesota you know minnesota is one of those teams that you know you everybody hated what Brett did so everybody was trying to see minnesota fail but you know i think people are a lot happier and i'm trying to think what was new england doing when they let randy go you know but they was they mad at him you know i mean we got some colors that, you know, like to express their opinion about that. But, uh, you know, you just don't let talent like that go that soon, you know. And, you know, you deal with what they're doing, you know. And um, I don't know. I just maybe Randy s- stepped on too many toes there in New England. And they felt, you know, we got to get him out of here, you know, no matter what. Well, he was at his contract was ending this year. So I kind of see why they traded him, you know. They wanted to get something for him instead of, like, waiting for the end of the year and next year they get nothing for him. So they got some um, draft picks, a couple draft picks, which would be good for New England. I guess I guess they're rebuilding. So if they are rebuilding, that's a good thing. So we have Johnny on the, on the line. You there, Johnny?
3: Hello. How you doing today? Pretty good. And you, too. And you, James?
2: I'm doing good. I was just talking about Randy Moss. What do you think about that with Randy Moss being traded?
3: Oh, I, I overheard part of it. I think you're right. They wanted to get something out of him this year. Uh, well, I, I think that'll hurt them, though, because he's good.
2: And that's what I will say, you know. it got to be something to that because, they want. you know, you just don't let talent like that go. And then they don't the winner, you know. They've been winning, you know. So it's kind of like, you know, Randy Moss must have pissed somebody off in that organization. You agree with that?
3: Yeah, probably course, she's been known to stir up trouble before, hasn't he? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is true. If Rennie don't get his way, Rennie start to pout and all that. And so, you know, I think they was tired of that. You know, and what do you think, Minnesota? Are they in a good spot now?
3: I guess I. Uh, uh, I don't know. They could. They could still fail. <laughs> what
2: do you think? Well, you know, I'm not a Brett Favre fan, but you know, I think it's going to really help out Brett. You know, because. He has no receiver. All his main receivers are hurt, so I think that's going to, you know, help all Brett. Especially, they still got that great running back, Adrian Peterson, which can do great, some good things for them.
3: Yeah, that's true.
2: So, are you going to jump on the the bandwagon, and be a Minnesota fan now?
3: Oh no, never, never, <laughs> Brett. Brett and, I'm from Chicago. Uh, remember,
2: well, <laughs> when Brett was with the Packers,
3: that was. <laughs>
2: well, let me ask you this: What happened to your Bears? <laughs>
3: Oh, it Wasn't that terrible?
2: That was the worst showing I ever seen.
3: I know, I had a bad day because Cardinals are my favorite, and the Bears are the second favorite. And man, <laughs> yeah, both got wiped out.
2: Yeah, you really had a bad day. Both of those teams really got beat up. You know, do you think like the um, NFL starting to change? It's starting to become other teams that's going to take the spotlight now, and the teams that we used to see is not going to be there no more.
3: I think you're probably right about that that's if you look back in history that's what's happened they just evolved and uh, that's kind of what makes it exciting
2: yeah and i like it with these young teams starting to come up and starting to show things you know different things you know you got um what's that tampa bay is one, all right well you got kansas city kansas city's not doing too bad are they
3: no no they're doing fine
2: so well, what you got to do is you got to look at your Bears now, you know, and your Cardinals, like, you know, they got to rebuild, you know. Um, apparently, I see the Cardinals, they um, took Derek Anderson out. You agree with that?
3: I guess neither one of them are any good. <laughs> I still don't still don't know why they let Liner go, but.
2: You don't understand why they let Liner go? Come on.
3: Well, he wasn't any good either, huh? <laughs> no, he
2: was terrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, maybe they could get Michael Vick next year. You know, he's gonna be a free agent. Would y'all? Would you like Michael Vick to come to the Cardinal?
3: Oh, you bet! I love him. You know, I think that guy has more talent than anybody else. You agree with me?
2: I definitely agree with you. And it's just kind of bad the way that everybody's putting him down because what he did off the field. I think you know you gotta let him know he he done his time and let him play football now. You agree?
3: You bet I do. That uh, that'd be great.
2: Well, I'd definitely like to see uh, Michael Vick come here. He's one of my favorites.
3: Oh, mine too. Wouldn't that be something?
2: That would be lovely. <laughs>
3: Get back there with all those guys. Oh, they'd have a good time.
2: And, and, and actually, Arizona don't have a bad team. they got great receivers, great running back. It's their quarterback spot. That's the one that's giving them problems right now. Am I right, John?
3: Well, I agree, except I'm worried about the defense now. They're falling apart.
2: Yeah, but I, I, you know what? I think when the defense is on the field too long, I think it's it's, it's a lot on them. So you're kind of right there. I fall apart and kind of feel that the offense not scoring for them. So I think they're giving up right now. And it's it's tough for a defense, you know, that's on the field a whole lot and not scoring no points, you know?
3: Uh, yeah, I have to agree with that, I guess. I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> that last thing was, was sad. It really was.
2: No. Would you would you fire the coach this year if they have a bad season, or would you, like, keep the coaching staff? No, I think they ought
3: to keep him. He's doing all right. Every, every coach ought to have at least one bad year, shouldn't they?
2: Well, I think more than one. If it was me, I'd give him at least two or three, you know.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let them, you know, because cause I kind of think Mike um, Singletary for the 49 I think he's probably on his last leg out there.
3: Yeah, I agree with you. But, hey James, do you have an answer as to why there are so few teams this year that are that are undefeated, and everybody's got about the same records? You know, there are three or four that are have lost all of them, but there are so many uh, two and two teams.
2: Well, I, I think it goes back to Johnny, where um, as as the years go on. The team's starting to get to know, you know, what another team's going to do. And it's like there's so many great athletes and the team change, the players changing teams, you know. There's not like one dominant team with just so many athletes on there, you know. You know, kind of like uh, what Miami did with, you know, basketball. They got LeBron and all like that. So I think players are going to different teams. And it's filtering nowhere. Each team's got great players on there. It's just not a dominant thing. So it's not going to be nobody being undefeated because you could have a team, like you say, Detroit, and everybody thinks um, they're not that good. And, and Troy can beat you in, a, in a, any given day, you know? Yeah, they so,
3: almost did Sunday, too.
2: Right. So I think it's like, you know, you're getting all these great athletes on each other team. They're spreading out. And you got young ones, and they're just as good as the other, you know. It's just not a dominant team. Look at New England. New England used to be a powerhouse team. They barely win it. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: So I think um, the the players are all spreading out to different teams now, you know, just not one main team, you know. and. Nobody's going to go undefeated because it's, there's so many other great teams out there and you can't look at their record. you got to look at them on paper and see, you know, hey, this is a great player, that's a great player. And, you know, any Sunday, you know, players, you know, things can happen, turnovers, and it could change a game in a minute.
3: Yeah, I guess I guess I agree with you. I uh, uh, it's, it's even and out is what you're saying, and that's probably right.
2: I can't see which in any other future there will be any undefeated Team anymore, I don't think that ever happened.
3: I know, I, I agree with you. But well, we all said that. But that year the Patriots had, wow! When was that? Three years ago.
2: Three years ago. I think that was been the closest it will ever will ever be again. Yeah, I but, do too. I mean, it just things happen, and you know, like say when you play a team like the Patriots had to play a Giants right right over again, right? Quick, you know, and, and it's like. They figure a game plan to beat them, so it's kind of hard.
3: Yeah,
2: it's, it's really hard, you know, to come back. Well, we got the music, we got this break coming up, and uh, I hope Johnny's stay on the line. And we have a question for him when we come back. This uh, is, I
3: think I better go to lunch. Okay, uh, then. Let's well, to you, James. Thank
2: you for calling in.
3: Okay, mm-hmm. bye.
2: This is James Loving hosting, loving that sports talking. I'll be right back.
1: Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel.
0: Get ready to talk sports. Is a beauty. There's a fly ball deep right field.
1: Back goes O'Neal. He's at the, got it. With 2.8 seconds left, to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here.
4: From high school to the pros, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports.
2: This is James Loving. I'm back with hosting Loving at Sports Talk, and I am so happy I have a special guest on the phone. I have my daughter, Mercedes. How you doing, babe? Hi, Dan. How you doing today? Good. Good. We get to talk sports. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask you. I know you, you're you not a football fan. I don't understand why. Your daddy played football, but you don't like football. I'm going to talk basketball for you, because I know you're a basketball fan. Yeah, I love basketball. <laughs> and who's your favorite player? <laughs>
5: I like
2: Carmelo. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> yes, I
5: do.
2: <laughs> well, what do you think about LeBron? You don't like LeBron? I like
5: LeBron. Yeah, he's good.
2: What you mean he's good? He's better than um, Carmelo, isn't he?
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, mm-hmm, what? Yes, he is. <laughs> I, I like you.
5: Carmelo. I'm a Carmelo
2: fan. You're a Carmelo fan? Yeah. Well, you heard about LeBron going to the Miami Heat with Dwayne Wade and Chris Ross, You know that, right? Yeah. So, they're going to have a great team this year. Are you going to change teams or are you going to stick with Denver with Carmelo? I'm going
5: to stick with Denver.
2: You'll stick with Denver? Yeah. You you know one player don't make a team, right?
5: (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) Look at you.
2: I thought I grew you up better than that. Are you supposed to be football?
5: Mm, No, I'm a basketball fan. Well,
2: if you had a football team, what would be your favorite team?
5: Um... I don't even know. Come on, Sadie. I didn't be able to tell you. Come on, I don't baby. watch no football, so.
2: You used to watch football with me.
5: <laughs> yeah. But I'm not a football fan, so. Do you even
2: do you even like the game?
5: No, because I don't understand. It. <laughs> I don't understand football.
2: <laughs> you don't?
5: Maybe that's why I don't like it.
2: Oh, my God. Well, say you got a guest online. Rob, are you there?
6: James? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. How's it going? Good. How you doing? We're doing
2: real good. Doing real good. Good, good. Well, I have my daughter, and she don't like football. What's your favorite football team? Oh, mine? Yes.
6: Oh, it's
2: got to be the Cardinals. Got
6: to be Cardinals. Hey, is it true that Max Hall's starting this weekend?
2: You know what? They haven't said it yet, but um, they said he was going to announce it. He didn't want to start no quarterback controversy right now. So I guess he probably announced it like Friday.
6: Yeah, it's what I actually. Uh, Britt, my wife, she uh, just emailed me saying it was confirmed.
2: Oh yeah, what do you think about, um, um, Randy Moss going to Minnesota? Uh,
6: I think that there was problems behind the scenes that um, you know, that uh, uh, you know, that people wanted him out. I mean, he was talking a little bit too much smack, and um, you know, it just shows team comes first.
2: Yeah, exactly. Now, now Rob, do you have any kids? I do, I have two. You have a daughter?
6: I have twins.
2: Oh, oh, oh. well, I have my daughter online. She don't like football. What can we tell about football, Rob? Um, <laughs> uh,
6: What can I tell about football? <laughs> um, you just got to love it for the violent sport it is. <laughs>
2: What's your
5: favorite
2: football team, guys? My favorite, Rob, will be uh, Mercedes, will be the Eagles. I'm an Eagles fan. I didn't like what they did to um Donovan. But, you know, I like Michael Vick starting. And um, I'm always going to be an Eagles fan, you know, no matter what. That organization is great, you know, and um, they're a winning organization.
6: Hey, James, what do you know about that injury?
2: Michael Vick? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I got some friends still up there, and they was telling me it's worse than it is, you know. Um, I guess it's like some kind of contusion, or something that is in his chest, you know. And uh, they're trying to downplay it, you know. But um, he's going to be out at least two to three games
6: that long, huh? Yeah, he's
2: going to be at least two to three games, and then um, after that, it's kind of hard for him, like my friend out there was saying, for him to breathe, you know? So okay. so it's going to affect his breathing and probably his running now.
6: Well, hey, i got to get scheduled up with you to come in and uh, sit in with you
2: one, one of these days. Well, definitely. Just hit me up and um, shoot me an email on Loving That Sports Talk, and um, I'll bring you in.
6: It sounds good, James. Hey, it was good talking to you. I'll be in touch
2: next Wednesday. Thanks, Rob, for calling in. Thanks, buddy. Say you still there?
5: Yeah, I'm still here, but Dad I'm I'm on my lunch bag so I gotta
2: go. Well thank you for calling. You made my day, little mama. Hey, okay, I love you, Dad. I love you too. Bye. Well there we go. We had Rob on there, I had my daughter here you know, There's something was really special for her to call in. She don't like football, so I kinda <laughs> kinda hurt my feelings. I tried to, you know, have her grow up and teach her football but um, I guess she wasn't interested. She's more interested in basketball with Carmilla Anthony, so you know, but, um, um, the thing about, you know, when, uh, we, we talk about injuries with the players in the NFL, um, it, it's kind of weird because the teams don't close, um, how bad the injury is. <laughs> don't know why, the, why they do that, but I, they have to at least acknowledge that there is an energy, in, injury to, um, the other team so they know. Um, now they, 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 they don't have to tell how severe it is. But they gotta at least give how many weeks the player's gonna be out, you know. Uh, and then if he's gonna be not gonna be out, he might play that game. They gotta list it as day to day. So, if uh, Michael Vick's gonna be out for a little bit. Um it might hurt Philadelphia, you know. Um, I don't know how um Kevin's gonna do. Um but, you know, Philadelphia, though, know, they they still up there. They can they could probably win it this year, you know. At least go to the playoff. I don't know about winning. I thought Dallas was gonna do a great job and winning, but um we'll see when Michael Vick come back and we'll see how many games they had lost and won um before he gets back. But it'll be great to see him come back early and um take um Philadelphia to, you know, at least the playoff. Get them there. um like I was saying, you know, Rob was saying, you know, um there's a lot of injuries for quarterbacks this year and um what the league is doing. They, they're trying to stop the players from hitting these quarterbacks and injuring them because they feel the quarterback is the one who runs the team. Well, as one player said, you know, Baltimore Raven player was saying, I mean, if we can't hit the quarterback, it's not football, you know. If we just, you know, just holding them up or can't tackle them, you know, it's not football. And they're saying they make the most money, so why, why can't they hit them, you know. So, and and I can see the league point of that, you know, where if the quarterback gets hurt, you got the second string coming. Which, if you look at history, every time a second string quarterback comes in when the first string quarterback hurt, they end up doing a great job. You know, some even take them to the Super Bowl. Look, Kurt Warner done it when he was in um, St. Louis. You know, he took Trent Green's spot. You know, look what Kurt became. Um, A lot of quarterbacks that was on the second string come to be a great quarterback. You know, after first thing get hurt so um, I don't know I think I think uh, we gotta look at it this way we gotta look at say you know uh, everybody's an athlete out there everybody's great give them that chance to play uh, it's gonna be you don't know they might produce they might be bad like you know the Cardinals I think they're gonna have Hall starting I would hope he would you know he seemed to be a great player you know and, and, and there'll be something for them to see, you know. Arizona, <laughs> they they got rid of Matt Liner. That was the best thing they ever could have did, you know. But they need something to spark their offense. They shouldn't have got rid of Antoine Bowden. I mean, he was a great player. He helped out Larry Fitzgerald. So, you know, I think that was their worst move what they ever did, you know, getting rid of him. And and then you got you know your running your running game is a lot different um, from you know last year. You got a couple of players that's hurt on that. And then if you think about it, once you start changing your team, it affects all aspects of your game. You know, you you get rid of one player, you bring in another player, or you don't bring in nobody to could take what he was doing. You know, take on the responsibility and. It's going to change your team, and and, and that's going to be – it's it's big on the team, and it's big on the season for a team, you know. So everything, you know, will go great as long as you, it, you keep your chemistry in your team. If you keep that chemistry in your team, the same players, you know, the same routine, same practice schedule, you know, and that's when teams win championships, you know. You know, look at um New Orleans Saints. You know, they got rid of a couple of players, you know. They're not as great as they were last year, you know. Reggie Bush hurt, you know. That changed their game, you know. That changed their offense, you know. Those little things right there um, affects the team. Um, chemistry, inside and outside, of, you know, the team. Inside the locker room, you know. Maybe Reggie Bush was one of those guys that get the guys pumped up, you know, in the locker room and, you know, with him not being there, look at him. New Orleans lost the game. I thought they'd go in and feed it this year, you know. But, you know, this is what it is. One team that's going to be great is upcoming, I think. Uh, they haven't won a game yet, but I think Detroit. Detroit going to shock a lot of people. Detroit going to come, you know, they're playing there. They're hanging in there. They're losing some close games that they should win. But they're learning, and that's what you do. If you start learning, then, you know, it's going to click sooner or later, and and the thing about it is, you're end up beating a team that you're not supposed to beat, and then that's going to change your whole season. It's going to change the whole mentality of the players, you know, give them confidence to say, hey, we can beat, you know, other teams that we were not supposed to. So, you know, Detroit's going to be a great team. I'm kind of disappointed in um, San Francisco. You know, I look for them to win their division, but, you know, I don't know what's going on with them. San Francisco is just just a wreck. You know, they're losing some close games. They're shitting off mistakes. And um, they got a great coach, uh, Singletary. Great coach, but great coaches can't win games. You know, the players have to get out there and they got to play. So, you know, I look at it this way I said, um, they can kind of get something together. They, you know, on 4 right now. But if they can, you know, get it back together, you know, it's a long season. And then, and then the division that they're in is not that great. So, <laughs> They still got a chance, at least to win their division, or you know, make a wild card in the playoffs. So, San Francisco still can hang in there and come up and do something in that division. Seattle's is, is okay. Well, we got that music coming in, so we got to take a little short break, and then when we come back, we talk a little more about football in the NFL. Maybe we talk about the AFC. See what's going on over there. This is James Lovin hosting Lovin' That Sports Talk. We'll be right back. <music>
4: school to the pros we we cover everything everything. let your voice be heard voice america sports
0: are you a real sports fan get ready to talk football and anything else sports with kwame lassiter formerly with the arizona cardinals san diego chargers and st louis rams kwame's got the experience so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Get ready to talk sports.
2: this is James Levin. I'm hosting Lovin' Sports Talk. And I have a guest online. Patty, are you there? I'm here. Patty, uh, you know, I, I kind of know that you like Dallas, right?
7: <laughs> Those are my boys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, we, I'm, I'm going to leave Dallas alone this week because Dallas didn't play. So, okay, I'm not going to rip into Dallas this week. But I'm going to go to your enemy, the Eagles. What the do you think about Eagles. the Eagles?
7: You know, they are my enemy. I've never liked the Eagles, but since they got Michael Vicks, it's like I watch him. And I'm even starting to root for them. So I was kind of sad when he got hurt on Sunday.
2: Now, are you like, you forget what Michael did off the field? Or do you look at that?
7: You know, it's a culture, you know, and whatever he did, he's like everybody else. He paid his time, or he did his time, he paid his fines. Let him play ball. Didn't you know, just, he's good at what he does. Let him do what he does.
2: Didn't I just argue with you with you and your boyfriend about this? When will we <laughs> argue about this Sunday.
7: <laughs> we didn't argue, I think we all agreed. <laughs> just let him play, you know. <laughs> he it's like anybody else out in the street, but because he's Michael Vicks and he plays football, everybody wants to make a big deal out of it.
2: No, should we make a big deal out of these athletes when they do something wrong or should we not?
7: I think, you know, bottom line, they're still human beings. And, I, you know, I understand some people say, well, they should be held to a higher standard. Well, shouldn't everybody?
2: But as we look at now, would you look at him and be a role model for your kids, Patty? Everybody keeps saying athletes are a role model.
7: You know, I have seven kids and three boys and four girls, and I don't care what the sport is, they're still human beings, you know. People make mistakes. You just learn from them and you move on.
2: Now, would you want one of your kids to model one of these athletes, or no? no
7: but all at the same time, you know. Yes, the good parts. Yes, and the bad parts. You just take in. You teach. You teach your children. You got to talk to them. You know. Hey, they made a mistake. You know. You mo- you learn from it and you move on. You don't punish somebody over and over and over again.
2: Well, and that's what the, that's what as we do as the media and society. The players are like, well, he shouldn't be able to do that. He has all this money. He shouldn't be getting in trouble. But people make mistakes with money and without money.
7: Exactly. I totally agree. That's why I'm saying, you know, everybody should hold themselves to a higher standard and not make mistakes. But then, you know, we all do. Every single one of us. Nobody's exempt from it.
2: And it's not only athletes. Anybody like entertainers and all like that, we look at and we're like, oh, no, they shouldn't be able to do that. They're mm-hmm. this and that.
7: You know, I know for a fact that people here in Phoenix who have been picked up doing the same thing that Michael Vicks did, none of them have ever done, one day in jail. They paid fines, they maybe got put on probation, whatever, you know, but not in jail.
2: Because of that um, celebrity status? His
7: notoriety, exactly. I think they just made an example of him.
2: No, that happens a lot, you know. Certain people get away with things, certain Uh people, you know. Yeah. Is that... Are we saying racism, Patty, or no? I
5: don't
7: think it's racism. I think it's a judge. You know, whoever um, is listening to the case, it's, it's up to them. You know what they decide to do, and uh, you know they always say that um, they can't bring their personal feelings into it. But how do you keep your personal feelings out of it?
2: Yeah, but didn't you hear about LeBron say what he did? Everybody hates him. It's racism. Do you believe
7: that? Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> do, um, do you
2: believe it's racism or do just people just didn't agree the way he did it now i think they
7: just don't agree with the way he did it
2: not because of, of his color of skin and nothing like that no right? i don't think so but i think sometimes athlete and we get to this point in this world now we start everything that happened we say racism don't we
7: well i mean that's the easiest thing to cry out mm-hmm. is racism you know, and there is a lot of it, but, I mean, when you don't have something to back it up, it's like, why throw it out there? You know, there's enough problems in the world already. And when you get athletes and movie stars and stuff saying racism, then everybody's listening. Right. You know, and it does, maybe it doesn't even have anything to do with that.
2: And I think people does that to throw it off what they had did wrong. You know what exactly. I'm
7: saying?
2: And so it's a scapegoat, right? Mm-hmm. Can I say it like that? You know, because... I
7: th- and then I think the media, you know, they might... Use that too to make it something bigger, newsworthy, keep it going, you know it gives them something to talk about
2: just just like the um the receiver for the jets got pulled over you know for d u i you know he was two times past the limit, but he's sitting there screaming, "Oh' racism cause I had tenant windows, you know, and I was in a a Benz. that that has nothing to do with how will a person an uh, officer would know that somebody's black was in that car, you know?
7: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Especially if the windows are tinted. <laughs>
2: right. You know, and it was a real dark tint, you know? No, so. he's
7: just trying to get out of that ticket. You know, he he made a mistake. Okay, take your ticket, pay your fine, and move on.
2: And and like you say, all the athletes, you know, they're in a the spot where, okay, yeah, you got to watch every move you make. That's hard, you know?
7: Mm-hmm. It is, especially when you're, you know, you're a human being. And all the flaws, you know, that come right along right along with it, just because all of a sudden you're um, on TV and you make all this kind of money doesn't make you non-human to where you can perform like a robot and do everything exactly correct the way you're supposed to or the way people or society tells you you're supposed to.
2: Well, that's the way society wants them to be, that way, you mm-hmm. know, because they're looking at it like these players make all this money, you know, and that's the way they want to be. But they, they, like you say, they're human beings, you yep. know. They're not robots, you know. No, they're not. You need to get a robot if you want them to be that way.
7: Yeah. So tell me what happened Monday night.
2: You know, I was gonna ask you about that. (laughs) You know, only only thing I (laughs) only one I could tell you I don't think Miami Dolphin even showed up on the field. That was a high school (laughs) thing.
7: I was rooting for Miami. <laughs> yeah, well, we
2: know who you was rooting for because I kept getting the calls from you. <laughs> and me and him going to talk about that later. <laughs> that
7: was a wild game. I couldn't believe they got creamed.
2: Well, you know, like like you tell I tell everybody, um, any given Sunday, anybody could win or lose. One play could change the whole game. Mm-hmm. And if you looked at that game at halftime, it was okay, right? Right. That right at halftime, that kickoff when he returned it, everything changed, didn't it? It was kick the kickoff. Then they punt. It returned the punt. You know, it was just mm-hmm. like, just like they gave up, and I don't know what happened to Miami.
7: I just yeah. like it's like were they having a bad day? I mean two people could have a bad day i guess on the team and just ruin it for everybody else
2: well let me ask you this question patty um they end up firing a special team coach you think that was fair for the special team coach because i look at coaches don't play the game they put you in position to win right Mm -hmm. but would you would you fault the special team coach for that
7: well, I don't know about the special teams, Coach, but you know what they say about troops reflect leadership.
2: Oh. <laughs> no. So you said. saying? You
7: know, I don't know who should be responsible for that. I'm not going to say nothing. But like I said, troops reflect leadership.
2: So what you're saying was well, that, that special team coach had that much leadership and they played that way? I don't agree with that. I'm
7: going to get in trouble. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I, I don't agree with that one because I feel if I I'm a, you got a job, Patty, I'm saying, hey, Patty, I want this and this power, this and that power and that power. And I come back, you don't have that power. I already showed you how to do it, right?
7: Right. Now, if you
2: don't do it, that's on you, right?
7: Yes and no. What do you mean yes and no? <laughs> <laughs> I, You know, it's just. I don't know. I'm not even going to answer that one (laughs) because I'm going to get in big trouble when I get home.
2: (laughs) You probably already in trouble, so you might as well go on and answer it. (laughs) But isn't that right, though? If somebody show you, your boss show you how to do the job, and you don't do it the way he showed you, now he's going to get fired because the way you didn't do it?
7: Yeah, but how do we know they didn't do what he was telling them? We don't know what he was telling them.
2: Yeah, but I'm sure he didn't tell them to let the guy come in to block the ball,
7: right? No, but (laughs) you know, I don't think they should have fired him. Not this, you know, early in the game.
2: (laughs) Apparently, someone done right, right? For them to fire the coach, Um, either you know,
7: I don't know. Like I said, I don't think they should have fired him. And yeah, I'm gonna be in big trouble when I get home if somebody else disagrees with me.
2: Uh, Oh, that's okay. (laughs) What 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 would they say?
7: I don't know that they should have fired him before.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you think what what do you think Tony gotta say?
7: That they should that it was a good thing. He actually thinks that it was a good thing that they fired him.
2: I don't. Uh, you should have had him call in because I don't agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I he was
7: pretty g- upset when they lost, so he was like, "Get rid of him."
2: <laughs> you know what though? That's our first reaction when everything, something happened. Like, look, mm-hmm. look when Dallas was losing. And that's your team. First thing you probably said, "Fire the coach," wasn't you?
7: No, it wasn't what I just it said. No, it, or it wasn't what I said.
2: But well, a lot of people probably was like, "Fire the coach," wasn't it? Oh, I'm sure. You know, that's the first thing everybody want to blame is the yeah, coach.
7: The coach. But I like I said I do believe you know troops reflect leadership and but then you just bunker down on the troops you know.
2: Yeah, but if they say the troops ain't doing it, then like what you were just saying, you know. Yeah. Somebody got to take the blame.
7: Right, but you don't fire them. You. They just need to start kicking some butt and get them moving.
2: Well, I think if Dallas, and I'm not going to tell you this, you know, hurt your feelings, but if Dallas don't at least go to the playoff or at least a little further, I think they're going to fire your coaches there. I guarantee you they fire fire um, your coach. Mm-hmm. Because oh, I'm
7: sure they will.
2: Because the owner is looking at, you know, we gave you this team, you know, you had so much time to make them, you know. And plus, you know, your owner, uh, he's, a, he's a weird owner. He wants Super Bowl. He wants his team to be there in Dallas this year.
7: Well, so do I.
2: Well, we know that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> this is James loving. Um, we got that music. We got to take a break, and this is James hosting loving that sports talk. We'll be right back.
1: Your internet flagship station for sports, VoiceMark is Sports. Time 3pm Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports
4: Channel. It's more than a sports show. Tune in every Friday for End of the Bench with Tony Bowie. Tony knows and does it all. Whether it's sports, business, or politics, the discussion all comes to focus in one place. You'll hear from the personalities as well as the everyday people, each bringing their own perspective to the discussion. This is a weekly forum that you'll want to be a part of. End of the Bench with Tony Bowie airs live every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel.
0: on the Voice America Sports Network.
4: Your internet flagship station for sports.
1: Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or drop an email to talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show.
2: This is James Loving. I'm hosting Loving That Sports Talk, and we're back. You know, we had Patty on there. And, you know, like Patty was saying, you know, um, I I don't agree and she don't agree with um, firing a coach, you know. I think sometime at some point, you know, when the team is just not doing great and the players have no respect for the um, coach is not playing their hardest, I think, you know, it is a time to fire them, But I don't think after one game what happened to Miami, they should have just fired them, you know, because, you know, maybe the players just wasn't in the right spot at that time, you know. and um you know, there's there's a lot of factors with that, but one game, I don't think <laughs> you should just get rid of a coach. You know, because uh, give him a time to correct the problem. You know, I think you know, you know, give him another week, and if it happened again the next week, you know, where hey, those many turnovers and what happened to them on that special team, yeah, he got he has to go, he has to go then. But um, like like Patty was saying, you know, when we watching those sports, you know, we um. We look at it, and the first thing comes out of everybody's mouth is um, fire the coach. Yeah, so, you know, I have a special guest on the line, and I'd like to um, welcome Ryan Yarbrough to the phone. You there, Ryan? Yes, sir. How you doing today, Ryan?
8: I'm doing great. How about yourself, Mr. Loving? It's
2: good to hear you. Good to hear your voice. You know, uh, we got the sports thing, and before we get going on sports, I want to give you a minute to tell what team that you you played with and where you from.
8: Uh, Well, first of all, I'm from from the Chicago area, Uh, not too far from where you grew up, I believe. Right. And then secondly, I believe we also went to the same college, if I'm not mistaken. You have one of my records that I didn't get the chance to get. (laughs) 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 And then uh, I was drafted by the New York Jets and also played with the Baltimore Ravens. Well,
2: we're going to talk a little sports with you, Ryan, and then we're going to let them tell you what you do out there in Chicago. Is that Okay.
8: No problem.
2: Okay. Um, one and um, you played with Keyshawn Johnson, right? No. Oh, you did. That, uh,
8: that was a year that I um uh, wasn't with the Jets.
2: Okay. Well, I want to get your intake on these players. You know their attitude. You know, like Randy Moss. You think it was his attitude that got him kicked out of um, New England, traded?
8: Um, I believe that has something to do with it, but also on the other end, uh, Randy Moss is is a businessman as well, and I believe he knew exactly what he was doing as far as uh trying to put to put his information out out to the public like that i think he was asking to get traded more so than um, people thinking that they just traded him because of his attitude i think he really wanted to get out of there
2: oh you think he wanted to get out of there and you think you think minnesota would be a good fit for him right
8: uh I think it will be because he just like kind of like New England. You see that he hasn't gotten a whole lot of trouble out there in New England, but um, Minnesota is is a little back where he got drafted and and made his name as far as in the NFL uh, out there with with one of your good buddies, um, Chris Carter. So I think that that place is familiar to him more so than anything. And like he said in his interviews. He wasn't going, or he's not going to uh, retire from football. When he said that after the first week, he just said that he wasn't. he think that's going to be his last year in New England, mm-hmm. and which it which it already which it already is. But he said he's still going to play, and which he's still is doing.
2: Well, I have a question, Ryan. Now, you think with these athletes like Ben and um, um, Byron, I mean, I mean Edwards for um, the Jets, the the trouble they get into, you think it's fair? For us as, you know, fans don't like that, to, like Michael Vick, to just get on the player because they get in trouble? Because there are a lot of people out there that want us to get in trouble and do things for us to get in trouble, right? You know, you think it's fair? Because we always got to be on our toes as athletes or in the public?
8: Um, I think it just comes with the territory. Do I think it's fair? No. I don't think it's fair. But I believe it just it just comes with the territory, Uh after or even in college, I mean you have to look at people's history too. Some of these people are getting in, in trouble in college as well. So it's it's just that when you're a professional, you're out in the public eye more so than you are uh when you're in high school or when you're in college. It's a little more local, but once you get to the college level it becomes national but not as as much as NFL.
2: Right. So what, what it's saying is should we look at these athletes to be role model for our kids? It,
8: um, well that's an age old question right there. Right. Uh, it I mean they can be, but only to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I mean by that is a lot of a lot of kids don't have a father in the house that to look up to that comes home, that goes to work every day and, and puts food on the table and pays the bill. So they have to outsource. They're just like them getting involved in gangs or in other uh group activities that they don't need to be involved in, that's because they don't have anything to do around the house. And that's one one outlet is to be a become an athlete, be the best basketball, football, baseball player, anything like that. And that's that's when we get scrutinized as being a former athlete, we get scrutinized and be under a microscope because we're supposed to be responsible for some of the things that that some of these young kids are doing.
2: Exactly. So and and like you say, um I think you should start at a home with the parents. Even if it's one parent, that should be your role model. Oh,
8: without question, because I know a lot of people they're you know, raised in a single parent home, a single mom home. I was I was raised a little different. My father raised me throughout the week and I used to go see my mom on the weekend. so mm. My father was always my role model. So, I mean, like I said, I was raised a little differently, but I didn't, I mean, I loved my favorite player back then was Jerry Rice, without question. Uh, And when I was younger, Tony Dorsett, but I never was to the point to where, okay, I'm doing everything they do. Uh, And I have my father right here that I see coming home each and every day and providing
2: for me. Exactly. Well, you know, Ryan, you caught me at the end of my show. I'd love to have you on more to uh, talk more like a whole show. you supposed to call on earlier, but, you know, I'm on every Wednesday, but we got two minutes left. I want you to tell everybody out there, you know, listeners, it's, all, it's on the Internet, what you do.
8: Okay. Right now I'm in the process of coaching high school football back here in in Chicago Land area, Red Central High School, my my rival high school. And uh, also I'm in the uh, beginning stages of putting together my nonprofit uh, for the kids out here because I'm very involved with the teenagers and the young adults in the Chicagoland area. Mm
2: -hmm. Is there a way to get a hold of you, your organization, and some kind of website?
8: Uh, My website is in the process of getting put up right now, but come next Wednesday or the Wednesday after next, I will have all that information for you.
2: Well, why don't you call back home and be a guest on the show again? I'd like to have you for the whole hour.
8: Hey, not a problem. I'd love to do that.
2: I'd definitely love to have you on there, Ryan. And, um, you know, we, we, we grew up, we played together, and um, we're just like brothers. So I already know what type of person you are and, and all your organization that you're doing. is a great one. And and, and i like to hats off to you what you are doing, Ryan.
8: Hey, not a problem. Just just give me a temp 4
2: Okay, so we'll definitely see you on next week's show. All right. Thanks for have calling in, Ryan. Okay,
8: no problem. All right.
2: Well, that was Ryan Yarbrough out of Chicago. Uh, he went to University of Wyoming with me and with him playing, but we'd definitely love to have him on the next week's show to hear a little bit more what he feels about, you know, football and everything else in his organization. So, well, this is another show, and this is James Loving. I'm hosting Loving That Sports Talk. Hope to see you next week.